<laughs> you guys want me to talk about double penetration again? We could go back to that if you need me to. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's a good start. I'll Hi, I'm Felicia, and I like double penetration. <laughs> As a start, though, like, you don't just ease into it, like... Why? <laughs> <laughs> no, you ease into anal. Well, if you're but, double penetrating... <laughs> shit. <laughs> I've been why? Shit is the right answer, I think, is why. <laughs> Go, go big or go home. <laughs> Yum. Oh, well, welcome to the Broadcast, everybody. <laughs> I'm Jenny. I'm Lauren. I'm Peter. I'm Felicia. Hi, Felicia. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I totally ruined the intro to me. No, that's it's, fine. It's fine. It's fine. Like, we don't do it right, like, every single week. So, like, sometimes we just forget our own names. We'll just make up some names. <laughs> so, yeah, we're just jumping right into it this week. Um, we have a special guest on the show. Um, her name is Felicia. She's known as the People's Tramp on Twitter, at, at Felicia Rose. I can't talk today. God damn it. Um... <laughs> And she is the host of The Screw on Much Obliged TV. Welcome, Felicia. Hi. Hey, everybody. Thanks for having me. I'm excited Thanks. to be on. Thanks for being here. We're excited to have you. So just, just a little backstory, I guess, on how I got to know Felicia. So um, basically, I don't think we've talked about this on the show because we haven't done it like an official show in like a month. Um, I accidentally started watching wrestling. <laughs> <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> it, just, it just happened. I don't know how it happened. Um, I guess it, it kind of started when we were doing the pod war uh, a few months ago where I would go on hashtag WrestlePals and just heckle their show because that's what we were doing at the time. And all of a sudden one day I like I started to accidentally pay attention to the show and next thing I know I'm learning things about wrestling I'm like well this sounds kind of interesting um and then about a month ago I had a lot of personal stress going on and uh one night I sat down and I was hanging out with Ben formerly from the network and I was like do you get the USA Network on this YouTube TV? He said, yes, I do. He puts it on and SmackDown Live is on. And I'm like, okay, let's, let's watch this. And uh, next thing I know, like all of the stress that I was dealing with that day, all of the depression that I was dealing with was like gone. It was kind of magical. Like I, I totally got absorbed in this um, spectacle that I was witnessing on TV. <laughs> This alternate universe. Spectacle is a good word for it. <laughs> and uh, so it, it kind of became a thing that I started just watching it every week. Next thing you know, I'm live tweeting. And somebody said, hey, if you're watching wrestling now and you're live tweeting and all this stuff, you, you should follow all these people. And Felicia was one of those people. Um, and then the next comes WrestleMania. And I think that's when we kind of we connected connected because um like we're just thirsting over the, a lot of the same wrestlers as we're watching <laughs> <laughs> the great and, way of putting it yeah it was fantastic 
it was fantastic. So, um, so yeah, that's, that's kind of how I came to know Felicia Rose and, um, yeah. So tell us a little bit about yourself before we get into anything else. Oh, well, that's fun. Um, well, much like you, I actually sort of accidentally got into wrestling myself a couple years back. I, now it's been like four. I always say a couple because it always doesn't feel like that long in terms of, you know, how many people I'm around and how long they've really been into it. So I liked it when I was a kid. I wasn't allowed to watch it. I would sneak it sometimes. But then, um, you know, fast forward to a couple, you know, four years ago or so, I was dating some dude and he was obsessed with wrestling. And I was like, this is so silly. And then he started watching NXT in front of me, and I was like, whoa, what is that? AKA, like, Finn. And, um, yeah, so I got, I don't know, I was just, like, really enthralled. And then I started to go to, like, some indie shows, and um, fast forward a year, and I held up a stupid cardboard sign at a show, and that transformed into a couple years' worth of, you know, going and remaining, I suppose, viral with regard to sort of being an outspoken person when it comes to sexuality and wrestling, uh -huh. um, specifically with regards to the men. The women obviously get it so much and so often that I obviously don't condone that. I really don't think they need it. Um, mm -hmm. We're finally at a time where we're, we're done with the divas stuff and we're looking at the women for their actual work in the ring. So I think like a big in a big way, I, I wanted to sort of mock the fact that the men are always consistently sexualizing these women. It's like, well, the women can watch for sexuality too. So mm -hmm. I sort of became the face of that, which is sort of weird because not a lot of people understand exactly why I do or why I've done what I do. And it's sometimes frustrating to try to let people know like, hey, whether or not I am a quote unquote ring rat, which I hate that fucking term, but whether or not I am one, it's it doesn't matter. Like as a non-wrestling aficionado, mm -hmm. is that like uh It's basically groupie? just like, yeah, it's a groupie. Okay. It's, okay. it's a wrestling ho-ho, you know? Gotcha. And it was, a, it was a term coined back in the day, and I really don't think that it's appropriate to really give a shit why women are watching. We're watching oh, and right. we, we care because of whatever, whatever the reason is. And I think that's the difference is people are always trying to call me out for being something that I am. And that's fine if you think that. I don't care. But my point is that I can be there for whatever reason. So that's sort of my whole backstory exactly. of wrestling and all that jazz. Oh, and then sex. I've been talking about that since I was like, you know, 15 before I even had it. So <laughs> I just do that. because. Well, I used to have like a sex podcast with, or blog or vlog or whatever it was with uh -huh. my friends like 10 years ago. And that was fun. And then I stopped because I got a real job. And then I got laid off. And I was like, hey, I can talk about my tits again online. So <laughs> the birth of Felicia Rose at 30 years old. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that's about it. I don't got much else to say, I don't think. <laughs> so the, um, the, the screw, that's a, a video podcast or whatever, the vlog. I don't know what the fuck to call it. I'm, um, <laughs> a YouTube um, show, I suppose. <laughs> A web series. A web series. There you there go. There you go. Um, so what is what is the premise of that? Like, I've watched a couple of episodes, but, like, honestly, I didn't even look at it until, like, I think yesterday. <laughs> so, <laughs> no, it's, it's I mean, it's only that. been out for a little bit, so, you know, totally understood. I, um, I kind of like when people just kind of consume it all at once instead, you know, like, just watch it up. It's basically, um, it's sort of a spinoff of, what I used to do, which was just, I, 
I was trying to have a podcast talking about sex to whomever. And the whole idea is just bringing the nonchalance back to the conversation. So whether I'm talking to you about, you know, extreme paraphilias and fetishes, or I'm talking to you about losing your virginity for the first, for the, I said for the first time, yeah, obviously, <laughs> um, having sex for the first time. Well, Either you can way, lose your I just, virginity again to, if you have hymen rejuvenation. Touche. <laughs> that is very true. Um, but yeah, exactly. Like this kind of nonchalance that we're talking about sex with right now, that's, that's sort of the point of the whole show is to try to make people feel comfortable, open up, talk about something that maybe they wouldn't have before, and maybe get their mind working and, you know, learn a thing or two. You know, whether it's yeah. the definition of felching or where to go to explore your fetishes online, you know, different things like that. And in between, I try to bring in a little bit of wrestling, kind of bring in the audience I've already created and keep them entertained as well. So Right. All right. You brought up felching. I've heard some disputed <laughs> definitions of felching. Does yours involve small rodents? What? Does your version of felching involve small rodents? No, no never. Okay. See, because in the way that I heard felching described to me was, oh, that's when you, you know, put a little gerbil up your ass and it tickles the prostate. Mm. Oh, no. Felching is the act of, <laughs> of sucking cum out of someone's asshole, whether it be with your mouth or a straw or, you know, See, something like that. And wow. I heard that called shrimping. What? what? I think that is another term for it, but okay. I, okay. I don't think there's any animals involved with felching. I've never heard that before. Okay. I've never heard that either. And felching has been one of those, uh, you know, a good word I keep on the, because, you know, Felicia Felching, it's just like a Felicia. I try to kind of keep all the, I like alliteration. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it works. So as a felching connoisseur, I, mean, <laughs> it's just, I, just, I just know it from the Eminem song. It's an Eminem song? Why don't yeah. you give us the lyric, Peter? Because we don't know it. I don't know it off the top of my head, but he has oh. a song called Felch. Oh. Hmm gross <laughs> oh, now it's gross don't kink shame no, don't kink no, shame no exactly <laughs> it's not no 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 it's not gross I just don't like Eminem <laughs> I like I said I have nothing wrong with felching but Eminem is just gross in general I don't like it <laughs> I got a little distracted when you mentioned a straw like I can't imagine sticking a straw up there to get to suck it out instead of just you know, sucking. Yeah, it's kind of weird. I, I made a I made a card once that said I'd stop the world and felt with you, and I had a little straw inside, tied to the ribbon. <laughs> I gave it to my friend. He liked it. <laughs> That's fantastic. I love how you're just so open to talk about any of this shit, and it's it's kind of this like, um, it's kind of this feminist attitude where you don't you don't come out and say like I'm saying this because I'm a feminist. You just fucking do it because you want to and because and it's just it's just very natural and um very well i don't i don't think a true feminist has to even say that they're a feminist right you know what i mean right. just I agree with you. Yeah. don't get in the way of a woman doing her thing and boom you're a feminist it's it's right. a simple definition right there and i think that you know it's funny because a lot of women are like oh felicia's an anti-feminist and i'm like i'm doing exactly what i want to do at any point in my life and i don't hurt anybody in the process that's exactly what a feminist is you know exactly. what i mean exactly so, it's, it's interesting but you know i i guess i'm i'm on an alternate plane as some people i suppose so that's okay and i dig that that's i think that's why i wanted to have you on the show because it, it's a very like compatible attitude that that i've always had with with this podcast you know um 
like we just want to talk about nasty shit and say whatever the fuck we want and not necessarily have to make it like you know this this is the girl show you know um anyway so i wanted to talk to you about um the controversial storyline that was going on in um in wrestling recently i don't know if you guys can hear the sirens but it's it's like a fucking disaster area there's i swear okay. to god <laughs> um so um when i the night that i started watching wrestling i think probably the very first night um uh, was when this storyline started um and it's uh, I, I don't even know if i know how to to describe it because i jumped in like right in the middle of it but basically tldr there is a storyline where um one of the characters uh, alexa bliss was bullying and manipulating another character, Nia Jax, for uh, for being larger woman, and um, I jumped right into it. Like I I was down with this storyline because you know I've I've seen that type of character, like where she's uh, very manipulative and um, kind of the mean girl sort of thing. Um, I kind of I don't feel like I'm even really describing it right because I just like I said I just kind of jumped right into it. Um, and this is how I think you and I started talking, Felicia, like we, or one of the things we were talking about the other day was um, about the controversy over this topic. Right. Um, maybe, maybe you can describe the, tell the story, how, how the, I guess they want us to, to see it. So essentially, Alexa's a heel and they want her to get heat with Naya because her and I used to have, you know, they were they had a little buddy ship, and the idea is she's going behind Nia's back with Mickey James, who actually Alexa used to also have beef with, and actually also used to call Miss Piggy, which was also about her weight. Which, if you look at Mickey James, it's it, she's not even a, a character that's supposed to be known for anything about yeah, size. She's so. Tiny. Exactly. So that was already a problem to begin with. But um, so she's going to Mickey and now essentially being a mean girl talking behind her back saying, you know, we're going to be nice to her face and then we're going to talk shit behind her back. All of those things are fine. The mean girls premise, the heel heat, I totally understand. I think it was a great way to lead up to Nia winning the championship. Totally wonderful. However, my number one issue is that they brought weight into it. And in my opinion, there was absolutely no need for that. They could have done with the whole storyline exactly as is without having to bring up her size or her weight. I think the fact that her weight is the only weight announced is an underlying thing that is, that is already sort of um, unspoken, if you will, and it didn't need to be spoken. It didn't need to be a part of Alexis Heel Heat, I don't think. I think it would have gone over. She's, she is a great actress. She mm -hmm. plays a jerk very well, and I think it would have gone over just as good without having any of that weight reference involved. And people are claiming, you know, well, she, she wins in the end, but she wins and it doesn't prove anything about her weight. We don't have a doctor coming in and saying, this girl's just as healthy as you are. We don't have, you know, we don't have any added extra dialogue about this weight reference. We just have, okay, if you're a bigger girl, you have the possibility of getting made fun of by a smaller girl, you're going to have to deal with that in life. Oh, and by the way, unless you fight her in the end and win, you haven't proven your worth as a bigger girl. Right, right. I think that was where I started having the issue where, like, the way that they, I mean, obviously it's wrestling, so I mean, the way that they're going to solve the problem is by fighting, but it, it kind of seemed weird to, like, make it about, uh, about bullying 
but then they solve it just by fighting it out, <laughs> you know? Right. Yeah, exactly. Well, that's the other issue too, is that the bullying thing and then they, they fight for it, which is, is silly to begin with. Right. Right. But the fact that there was even weight mentioned, it's like that you can be a bully without talking about somebody's weight. I've been a bully before and I didn't talk about people's weight. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm still, I'm still a little torn on it because like, like I said, I, I kind of jumped in into the middle of it. So I didn't get like all the history of it and everything. But like from my perspective, like I bought into it because um, like I've seen that type of person before in, in real life. Like I've, I'm not like a huge person, but I've always had weight problems, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I've always gotten like a little bit of that, uh, that kind of bullying um, and gotten the, you know, I've been on the receiving end of the mean girl attitude. Oh, totally. And, and I have as well. So I definitely understand. Right. So, I mean, like, I guess I, I kind of just bought into it without necessarily thinking of uh, the, the implications and like how they didn't flesh out the story more because I'm right to this. And it's like, I don't, I don't know how they normally do this sort of thing. Um, have they, well, ever, oh, I'm sorry, go on. Have they ever done anything similar like with guys or is this just like a, like a, a female thing no they they have done it with guys um one of the wrestlers they've done it with actually the the most recent i can't speak about publicly i'm it's illegal for me to talk about him um so i can't say his name oh however God. people will know who i'm talking about he was in nxt and he got let go and his whole thing was about his weight and i had a huge problem with that then too and i spoke out about it the whole thing though was that he was like a baby face and people were like on his side about like, oh, he's going to, you know, he'll lose the weight. He's going to still be able to do this and, and, you know, pull through. And I think if anything, it was sort of like a positive character um, reference, if you will. I still didn't like that they did it. I still Mm -hmm. didn't like how they did it, but it was, it was sort of portrayed more in a positive way of like, okay, you can be bigger and still get this job done the same way the smaller guys can. And that's how they got people like sort of on his side with, that whereas with this it's more like okay no you have to now defend the fact that you're a bigger girl and you have to prove your worth you know it's it's different you know right right and I think I don't know if you saw this but my biggest issue or I I don't think my biggest issue I always have a problem when weight gets brought up because I you know I used to be 100 pounds heavier than I am now I have an issue with weight in general however I think one of the biggest things is that recently there was a, a tweet that went out where Grimm from Grimm's Toy Story, he has a show online. I don't know if you, you know, he also has like wrestling he does and back, backyard wrestling, etc. He's a pretty big name online. He's a huge YouTube following. Mm-hmm. He was recorded at a wrestling match calling Naya, Naya fat. And uh, his daughter, who was a young girl, was sitting right next to him. And she actually retweeted it and called him out and said that the most disappointing part was that the young girl was sitting next to her. So I feel like they sort of wanted to bring this into the ring, bring this into WWE and kind of defend the whole weight thing. However, they didn't do it right because all, right. now all you're doing is now you're, you're taking, okay, you had one girl before that saw that bigger girls get called fat. Now you're showing all of the girls that watch WWE that big girls get called fat. And mm-hmm. too bad, that's just going to be something you have to deal with and you have to overcome. And sure, that's a part of life, but I just don't like the way that they did it because Naya in real life defended it and said, you know, screw you. You have a kid right next to you. You're not being a good role model. And then they go and they blow up the storyline where it could have been done way different and way better. And it didn't have to be about her freaking weight. Right. Um, 
it was my understanding that they were both like on board with this 100%. Do you feel like maybe um, the way that they wanted to go with it, uh, it wasn't done the way that they, they envisioned? Like maybe they, they wanted to put more depth into it, whereas... Oh, I'm sure of that. I mean, it's, it's often that, you know, these, these wrestlers have a lot. They have a, you know, they see a big vision. And unfortunately, they only have so much time to really show what that mm -hmm. is and get that point across. And I do understand that, obviously, they probably... I understand why Naya would be like, yeah, let's do this. Let's do it. Let's do it right. And let's do it to show the big girls can come out and win at the end of the day. But if you hear on the last Raw segment, they were talk the co the commentators are talking about she's her whole like stance is taking a stance against bullying. Mm -hmm. So okay, bullying encompasses weight sometimes. I get it, but in my opinion, it didn't need because the whole idea of wrestling is you could be any size. You could be little tiny Kalisto and go against big huge Braun, and it doesn't matter. You can still come out on top at the end of the day. It's not run into these other storylines. When, where there is bullying, so why is it focused on this woman's match where it's so important for this to, you know, show a good example to other girls? Why does it have to show a bad example for even the bullies? Like, it's just, mm -hmm. I just didn't like the way that they did it. And I, they could have done the weight thing, but they, they would have had to do it better. They would have had to have more. They would have had a more of an explanation me. as opposed to just, she's going to win because she is bigger. Right. Maybe show her story, you know, maybe right. show the timeline of like, okay, she's, she's been a plus size model and she's very successful and you can be big and you can be strong and powerful and rich and you will have everything you want. No, it's just, you have to beat up the girl that bullies you. Right. Like that didn't, right. that didn't portray much to me and I didn't like it at all. Yeah. I definitely felt like they could have put a lot more depth into it. Um, but it, it's Do kind we of feel like this is a, a step for, wrestling to become more socially proactive because oh, that's yes. what they're attempting i think um, so i mean if you look at like the finn baylor thing like they're doing a lot when it with regards to trying to like move forward on on being woke if you will but i like i said i just think this could have been done a little smarter like why not bring in like a doctor right to be like okay well at the end of the day Naya is fit as hell and she can do everything you can do or something like that, you know, something where there's a little more depth to it, where it's not just bullies call you fat. Now you have to defend yourself. You know what I mean? Right. Right. Like where was everybody to come out and defend her to say, you know, there was nobody on her side to sit there and be like, no, 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 you don't use that fucking word or something like that. You know what I mean? It was just like, no, okay. She wins now. Now she conquered the bullies. It was too, it was just too sloppy. I didn't like it. Yeah, um, I definitely agree with you. And I felt like even the first time I watched it, even though I was buying into it, um, one of the things that I think bothered me the most was that she got caught being that manipulative and that bitchy that easily. Like, oh, oops, they left the microphone and the camera on. Like, you don't, right. in real life, you don't catch somebody talking shit about you behind your back, like, that easily. Like... <laughs> Yeah, it was it was just it was just too simple of a storyline, you know. Yeah. And it it definitely could have been done a little bit better, um, have more more depth to have that social impact that they were going for. But um, I mean, hopefully they'll they'll kind of listen to the fans and say, hey, you know, we'll we'll try harder next time. We'll put a little bit more into it or something like that. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think my opinion is the popular opinion. I think people just believe in the old adage of heal heat equals getting yourself over because people hate you for whatever 
the hell the reason is. Mm -hmm. And I don't like that. I think that it's, it's 2018. We're not in the attitude era anymore. Race, weight, class. There's certain things that we can't go to anymore. Not on TV in the Indies. It's a different, if it's a different, you know, scope, it's different people watching. I, I can, I can see why they do that there. But when you are on a public network and you are showing things that just are completely ridiculous, like Jinder is a great example, how they handle him. You know what I mean? You may as well just say like, we all hate you because you're Indian. It's just absolutely out of control. And I, I yeah. know that they, they do that as a way to be like, okay, well, he won. So now, you know, screw you all for, for hating him. But it's just, to me, there's, there's heel heat and then there's go away heat. And go away heat is I simply no longer care about you as a character because you've officially pissed me off in a way that is not okay. Like there was a video recently at an indie show where a wrestler spit on a kid. Mm-hmm. Go away heat. That is, and then his father beat him up, obviously. But, you know, that's, that's a, there's a line and we should not cross that line anymore. And I think that with WWE being so publicly watched, it really needs to worry and, and you know, be cautious about what they actually discuss. Because if they're not going to you know, go into certain territory, then they shouldn't go into others. Right. Do you feel like maybe there's a, there's like a gradual shift though? Like they're trying to, to be more conscious and to do these sort of things. And like, they, you almost have to say like, bless them. They're trying, (laughs) you know, like they're getting there. Well, yeah. I mean, Vince is an old man and he still doesn't see um, the world the way that it is. Unfortunately, he's still in that old wrestling mindset. And until Triple H fully takes over this, this whole position in general, I really don't think that we'll we'll still see slip ups. And this was a slip up in my opinion. I don't think it's, you know, I'm not walking away from WWE with my hands up and saying fuck this forever it was just done poorly in my opinion the same way you know when finn entered i wasn't understanding what i was watching it didn't make sense to me they needed to say one more extra sentence about why the hell he's coming out with people in rainbow shirts as a member of the queer community it would have been very nice to actually understand what i was watching now because i'm not a casual fan i did understand it but once again it's just those, those things, if you're going to make a moment of this, you know, of revelation to the crowd, you need to do it in a solid way so that not just the people who watch every week understand. Everybody understands right. what you're doing and why you're doing it, you know? Yeah, because I had literally no idea what was going on. I was like, is this them making Finn into a gay character that... Right, exactly. I was, I was like, wait, that's is that the whole LGBT community from New Orleans? Is that what they're trying to say? You know, they were like, this is the LGBTQ community from New Orleans. Finn Balor is for everybody. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? Why don't you say his shirts go to Glad, pro, you know, proceeds go to Glad for his shirts, you know, shit like that. He's, you know, he's all inclusive. He doesn't we don't care about gender, race, identity, you know, all of that shit. They could have said, I know the, the idea is that they, they didn't have to say it. It should have just been understood. But in my opinion, at a thing like WrestleMania, yeah. just say one extra goddamn sentence. <laughs> don't, be, don't be lazy about it. It was fucking lazy. And I was sitting there like, I know Fergal, and I still think this was weird, you know? Like, I still was so confused by what the fuck I just watched on TV. So, yeah. <laughs> It was a strange. It was a strange situation. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> as, as somebody who's really out of the loop with wrestling, like I watched it as a kid with my brother, and I sort of liked it then because it was kind of cartoony with Hulk Hogan and then Randy Savage and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I tried to revisit it in high school because my friends were watching it, 
I thought it was very misogynistic because it was always like, we're having bra and panty matches and stuff right. like that. And I was like, this is shitty. <laughs> well, like, yeah, I mean, we've, has we've come quite that? a long way since then, obviously. So, like, you know, hats off to that. But we are, we, you know, we, we go five steps forward and 16 steps back. Like, why are okay. there, you know, mid, I'm sorry, what's the word? I can't even think little right people. now. Why are there, thank you. I'm like, what's the word? Why are there little people? See, that's, that's my WWE brain right there. Right, why are right. there little people coming out with new day and pancake i'm so confused you know i just don't get it and that's a vince thing right there he was like what what'll be weird <laughs> let's make this shit some wizard of oz ass shit like i'm just <laughs> you know i mean i can't lie though that was like one of my favorite moments <laughs> well of like, course and and that's why and that's why we're not all up in arms about it but right, you can't right. tell me that there weren't people offended out there just like i was offended by the fat storyline because i'm an ex fat right. girl you know same shit we all we all have to worry that there is going to be somebody that's offended and we can't always worry about every fucking thing out there but there's a way to do things and there's a way to not do things yeah there's ways to to make things more comfortable for the people that they might possibly be you know including in this group that you know okay they might be offended can we can we work the storyline a little bit more so that it's not just spitting in their face absolutely absolutely that's all if we're scratching our heads at the end of the segment, then there's an issue. We need to understand what happened. Now, where we need to be scratching our heads is when, you know, cool shit happens in the ring or somebody comes in and busts some stuff up. Not like the actual segments where these people are just chit-chatting. These things are pre-written, for Christ's sakes, and there's mm-hmm. no reason why we can't be more, you know, cautious yeah. with what we talk about, you know? Exactly. Exactly. And I'm the face fuck me thin girl for fuck's sake. So if I'm thinking that we're crossing lines, what the fuck is happening? You know, I meant to ask you about that. That was the sign that you held up, right? Because I, that was the original. Yes. (laughs) I had a couple since I did finish on my face with Finn capital. Um, (laughs) I did finger blast me with Finn spelled out as Finn. Um, I did no flips, just fist me a couple other ones, you know, yeah, a couple other here and there, you know. <laughs> that that's just fantastic to me. I I can't even tell you. Um, yeah. I'm just, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm just picturing Finn from Star Wars, and this is very confusing to me. <laughs> no, this is like a real buff Irish motherfucker. It's not Finn from Adventure Time. No, not Finn from Adventure <laughs> Time. <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> So many people that don't know about wrestling have been like, what are you, Finn from, from Glee? I'm like, no. <laughs> I'm like, not Finn from SVU either. Like, for fuck's sake. Jesus, how many Finns are there? <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh, man. Um, shit. I think I had something else to ask you, and I forgot what it was because we had a, such a great conversation. Do you guys have anything Peter, this is an audio podcast. <laughs> Wait, are we? Should we talk about felching some more? Like, yeah, let's go on with it. Yeah, we don't have to talk about wrestling. It's quite alright. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say, like, at some point, I think most of our audience is like, when did this become a fucking wrestling show? <laughs> uh, audio description for our audience: I did a very visible Kanye shrug to the camera. <laughs> Felicia, do you want to tell us your favorite position? Sure. Um, I actually, oh, this is terrible. I'm admitting this, but oh. 
I like to actually be asleep. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like to just like be dead or asleep or fake asleep or, you know, that's my favorite position. Wow. That's you, awesome. That's you, a new, new goal for me. <laughs> I haven't tried that one before. It's like my favorite porn to watch. It's my favorite thing. Sleep assault? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. You know a guy that you might want to get up with then if that's your... Oh, I have I have so many sleep assaulters in my uh, my Rolodex. I'm totally fine. <laughs> but thank you. <laughs> how, how, how do you give consent if you're asleep? You, well, you give it. You give it prior, and yeah. typically, I mean, I wake up. It's not like I'm not either awake halfway through or two seconds in or whatever. But yeah, it's a prior consent. It's only with. Um, you know, PSA out there. It's only with partners I 100% trust, et cetera, et cetera. There's, there's people you use safe words with, and then there's people that you can go beyond that with. And those are the people that I would ever participate in that kind of thing with. So, New goals right here. <laughs> I don't know. It's really sexy. And like, a, you know, I like, you know, pretend rapey stuff. And I think that's the, one of the closest things you can get to that kind of mm -hmm. situation with it, with it being consensual. So it's kind of mm -hmm. hot, you know? Especially when you wake up halfway through and you're like, whoa, I just came a lot and I didn't even know it. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm a really light sleeper. I think I would just wake up like immediately and the, I would too. the illusion would be ruined. Yeah. No, but then you just, see, I like to pretend, you know, oh. I'll just, I do a little snore. I'll just be like, you know, just like let out a little snort, like I'm snoring, you know, it's nice. I'm a, I'm a sexy snoring. <laughs> It's also a, a testament like, to my acting, so, you know. <laughs> if anybody needs a good dead girl out there, hit me up. I'm a deep sleeper, so I'd wake up the next morning not knowing anything ever happened. See, that, I, I wish, like, goals. Like, in a, in a perfect world, I would give my partner a camera to set up, and then I'd wake up to a video of me getting banged. Like, that's, I know, I know. But see, once again, partner, not just some rando. Like, right. You know. Right. You have to have like a certain level of trust that just goes mm -hmm. above and beyond when you can give somebody that kind of permission. Right. Somebody that you know is still not going to enter a hole you don't want them to enter when you, they don't <laughs> even need that, you know? Like right. they'll, they'll, still, they'll still go within your own boundaries even though you don't even have any at that moment sort of thing. Exactly. Right. And that they wouldn't like just automatically upload that video to like Pornhub or something unless- Oh yeah. Well, if they did, they better monetize that shit and cut that shit in half. Cause you know, <laughs> mama gotta pay her bills. Exactly. exactly. <laughs> Nude sales ain't always through the roof. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> careful. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I could get into it. I very much like directing. Mm, mm -hmm. And um. Oh, no. so you're, you're, one, you're one of those actors that really wants to get into directing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't act in bed. No. <laughs> so now that you're a stage manager, you're going to start doing the lightning <laughs> kit. Like, <laughs> I really do not like to act in bed. If you're making me act, no. No, no. Yeah, no. <laughs> That's outside the bedroom. I like to act. Well, acting that I'm asleep is the only thing. But other than yeah, that, yeah. Yeah. Right. No, but I've, I've, I'm very much um, actively, uh, you know, telling my partner what to do, where to go, speed, pressure. You have to. Nice. I have to. I have to. I mean, that's the only way it's going to work for me. So I mean, that was... Oh, see, day. I'm an easy... I'm a, yeah, well, that makes you... You immediately have to be a dom when, when that's the case. Like, I'm an easy comer. You could probably, like, blow the wind toward me, and I'm good. So, like, it's, you know, 
nice. I, you don't have to actually do anything specific and I'll be, I'll be good. Just the fact that I, I am not like, you know, in control. That's that alone. I'm, I'm good. Interesting. Interesting. Cause I think, I, I think I've always need to be like kind of in control. Like there's a, is, is this a thing for us, Lauren? Maybe. <laughs> you guys are doms in the streets and doms in the sheets. <laughs> I like that. That's hot. I don't need a lot of those. It's usually flip-flopped, so. Hmm. I can never understand why women would, like, fake an orgasm. That I don't get. Yeah. Like, why Because would... how is somebody going to work harder and do it better if you're faking it? Right. If they think they're doing fine, they're not going to try harder. Unless you're, like, really hungry or you just want it to be over real quick. I get, okay. I'll, I'll get it. I haven't done it before, but I get it if you just want it to end. Yeah. No judgment if that's why you faked before. But, yeah. but also, if you just want it to end, you don't have to pretend either. But if that's they're one true. of those people who are like, I'm not going to come till you come, then it's like, okay, fine. I just did, man. Bye. You know? Yeah. Or if it's like, admit, I've done that once. And then there was one time that it was like basically like a random hookup. And I was not into it. I didn't want to teach him. I didn't want to tell him what to do. That makes sense, too. didn't want to yeah. take time. I was just like, would you please just get the fuck out of my house? <laughs> yeah, yeah no, I, I definitely... A, I've asked for a break before when I knew it wasn't going to happen. I've been like, I, I just need a break. Yeah. I need some and water. And you fall asleep and you come back to it later. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah, same. Like, if I'm... Or the thing... If it's not going to happen for me, it's because it's that bad. Like, that's the only time, honestly, like, it's because you're fumbling in places that don't even make sense. It's because you think that, like, my labia minora should be chewed upon Ew. with teeth. Oh, like, no. Oh, things no, like no. that. That's when I'm just like, we're done here. I don't have the time to, like, I was okay with teaching maybe five years ago. I was into, like, okay, you're 19. I'm going to teach you how to, like, eat a pussy. Now I'm honestly, like, I don't have time for all that. Like, yeah, I'm an easy comer, but I also, like, don't, like, don't play with my nipples like they're fucking like like you have bricks of cement in your hand you know no. like they're sensitive little fuckers you know cement. yeah like I, like people be rubbing them off I'm like what are you doing like sandpaper and off my titty what are you doing it's terrible yeah man we get a so I, I I definitely get directive in those types of situations for sure yeah. but if I don't have to then I just go with the flow I mean I just feel like everybody needs a little direction because everybody is a little bit different you know, oh, you of course. Can, like, yeah. you, know, you know, general air, like, a, you know, I mean, even a, a well-experienced guy is going to know general areas, but there are very specifics for me where it's like, mm-mm. Touche. Yeah. It don't work for me. Well, like, my, my nipple sensitivity varies daily. So, like, yesterday I hmm. wanted them not on. Today I don't want you to touch them. So, like, yeah. I get... Well, that yeah. makes sense, too. And that's normal with hormone fluctuations and things exactly. like that. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, like the same person that ate my vagina yesterday, could, my vagina, my vulva yesterday could be terrible at it tomorrow, you know, so. <laughs> but that's when you just take their face and grind into it. And then like, I'm a humper. I don't really need like a lot. Like I'm, I'm like an indirect stimulation girl. Okay. Like I don't, I don't like digital play. I'd rather like hump your thigh. That's dope. Hmm. Yeah. Like I was, I was never one of those masturbators that used the, their fingertips. Never in my life. Not oh. into that. Okay. I use my forearm. I wrap up into a weird little burrito shape. It's strange. All things that I'm admitting on for like the first time. <laughs> oh my it's, god. It's ridiculous. different. It's different. It's not my thing, but I mean, you know, no judgment. Safe space here. <laughs> not. Of course. Safe space among all the internet once it goes out on the podcast <laughs> network. Oh yeah, no, that's totally fine. And like I said, I, I knew from the beginning that you were gonna be like a natural on this show. Like you're completely kindred spirits with us. So yeah. Yeah, you guys are great. I would totally be on again if you ever asked or wanted. Absolutely. Me. 
Absolutely. Wonderful. Um, yeah, and it we, we're out of time, so yeah. Um, <laughs> let me You've just, probably been out of time. I just went on a rant about whatever. I don't even know. Sorry, guys. I'm just going <laughs> to awkwardly wrap things up again. Um, <laughs> so, Felicia, tell us, tell our listeners, like where they can find your podcast. Anything else that you want to plug online? Um, so you could find my Instagram at the People's Tramp, my Twitter at Felicia Rose, and then if you go to uh, if you search much obliged TV or just the screw you'll find on YouTube, you'll find my TV show. So my TV, my YouTube show, um, where I talk about sex and I have people on it and stuff. So yeah, follow me, hit me up buy my nudes, etc. Oh, fantastic. All right. So we're mouthy broadcast. We're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Patreon at mouthy broadcast. You can call us at 757-541-CUNT and we'll see you next Tuesday, motherfuckers! Bye, bitches! Bye! You've been waiting all day for that. I love it. My favorite is podcasts because when you end it, it's just like, uh, so like, uh... We're done. Dicks are cool. (laughs)